Have you ever felt like you were spinning your wheels, getting nowhere but putting forth a boatload of energy? This is Saturday, September 30th. A friend of mine named Jim was a businessman who worked for a major corporation here in the United States. His job was to find ways to cut expenses, the kind of huge expenses that had a major impact on the bottom line. He was bright, committed, and persistent. And within a year's time, he found ways to trim hundreds of millions of dollars from their budget. It was not an easy task getting senior management to sign off on the cuts he discovered would be helpful to them, since there would be impacts across the company. But he demonstrated how the company could safely make these cuts without damaging their revenue. And in the process, there would be a significant gain in the company's bottom line. But here's what happened. No sooner had the plan been adopted than the CEO of the company took upon a whole new round of expenses, expenses that frankly were not necessary. My friend felt like he spent his year of work and it would ultimately mean nothing to the success of the company. And I think he had it right. Here's our scripture for today. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 to 21. Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Now, these are the concluding words of this argument and also of this second chapter of Paul's letter to the Galatians. And I want to begin with what he says last. Paul tells us that if it were possible to do the law, to be righteous before God through our performance of the law, then why would Jesus need to come? The death of Christ wouldn't mean a thing. His would be an unneeded sacrifice. I remember years ago, one of my relatives who lived in Miami married a Jewish man who lived on Miami Beach. His name was Charles, and I was a young boy at the time. But right away, my two brothers and I, well, we really liked Charles. I think it had something to do with the fact that he owned a Carvel ice cream shop, and he always had the best treats to share with us. But he did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. We often talked about faith in Jesus, and I remember growing and becoming a young man. Charles knew that by then, he knew that Jesus was an extraordinary man. But it wasn't until Charles's son died that his heart was open to faith in Jesus. And let me tell you how it happened. The loss of his son was the most devastating thing that ever happened to Charles. There was nothing more painful for him than losing his one and only son, child, his son. Here's how Charles ultimately came to faith. At some point, Charles came to see that Jesus had come from God, the Father. Then one day he realized that if Jesus was the Son of God, the Father would not have given up Jesus to death if there was any other way that humankind could be redeemed. You see, it was the depth of love that Charles had for his own son that opened his eyes to the truth that Jesus had to do what he did. He had to die to cover our sin. 
and to give us a place with God. This is how Charles came to faith in Jesus. Now, this is the argument that Paul is making. If we could keep the law and be faithful in all respects, the Father would not have sent the Son. The death of Jesus wouldn't have been needed at all. Now, this is what my friend who sweated it out learned about all that he did to help his company return a profit. It was for nothing. And that's what Paul realized about his experience. He says that all he did to build his reputation as a faithful Jew, all his law-keeping, it was all rubbish in comparison to what he was given in Christ. Then, there's this remarkable statement in our text for today. He says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yes, now that he had come to faith, to Jesus by faith, he, he had a completely new identity. He died with Jesus, and now his life, he lives every day by faith. He's not talking about new ideas in his head, but it's his bodily life. All that he does now flows from this new status, the new creation he is in Christ. Here, there's no mention of the law at all. He doesn't measure how well he's doing based on the law. When he died, he also died to the law when he died with Christ. The law has no power to condemn him because Jesus was condemned for him. Again, now he lives by faith. Notice that all of this rests on the awareness that Paul, for Paul, that Jesus loved him and gave himself for him. Wow, this is what gospel transformation looks like. A changed identity, a changed basis for our lives flowing from faith in Christ and Christ living in us. As we move forward in our study in the weeks ahead, we'll begin to see how the gospel applies in each area of our lives. But for now, let's rest in what Jesus has done for us, that he loved us and gave himself for us. Let's pray. God of grace, it's overwhelming for us to see that Jesus has loved us and given himself up for us. Remind us each day that you would give your son for us, then of course, along with him, you will provide all that we need. We pray together with joy in his name. Amen. <laughs>